What day is it? Is it Monday? And then, yeah, no, Mike, it's Wednesday. No. But for you, that's actually an important thing. So I understand. It's okay. But Mike McGee, I love you so much. Thank you for joining us, as you do every Tuesday as our senior tech correspondent. Uh, we'll get to what's going on over at Code Now in just a while. But let me catch up on, on Mike McGee, the man. Oh, don't how, do that. How are you? Are you doing okay? Uh, Was your Easter weekend all that you'd hoped and dreamed it would be? Yeah, I saw an Easter bunny get into a fight. On Twitter. I saw that too. Yeah. Or was it Florida? Facebook. Whatever it was. Social media. I watched 2019. It twice. <laughs> Where did I see it? Uh yeah, it was great. Yeah. Yeah. That I that's the kind of, you know, content, religious content I'm looking for. Yeah. It's like, you know what? Sometimes, you know, you gotta throw throw some hands. I'm saying don't uh don't start none with the Easter bunny is all I'm saying. They've seen some things. Don't start no one be none. Mm-mm. But if you don't start it, you're going to have to finish it. Peter and Cottontail will end you. Yeah, that don't, bunny was finishing. do it. Uh, it is 9.32 in the morning, Amp. Let's talk about Snapchat with Mike yeah. McGee. Snapchat, you know, doing the most with the puppy ear filters and everything. But Snapchat also wants us to know that they care about the earth. Yeah. And they want us to see exactly how climate change is, ex- is it affecting it. What's yeah. going on over there? It was Earth Day. It was. Yesterday. It's the Earth's birthday, right? Yes. Okay, that's right. Yes, it's uh, <laughs> we are, you know, forty years old Yay, or fifty years old, however long Earth. Earth Day has been going on. <laughs> um, so, Snapchat has these things called lenses. You know, as you mentioned, like you know the puppy dog, you know, ears and noses, mm. and the kind of the face tune filters to you know make you look ten, fifteen years younger. That's cute. Um, you know, V cute, very cute. Uh, but for Earth Day, that was just yesterday, Snapchat decided to launch a new lens that shows the projected waterline in the year 2100. So the goal of this feature is to show users what the world will look like if you know emissions continue without change. So you open up your Snapchat app and you... Nice. Thanks. I would use it more if that sound actually... i got to go check my settings. You open up your Snapchat app, you... Go to your lenses where you can scroll through on the bottom and mm-hmm. see the various you know options, and then you'll see this lens that looks like a like an iceberg and water. Uh, and if you go and select that, you'll then see a projected kind of sea level rise. And you can scroll on the left side of the, your you know phone screen. You'll see this little slider that at the bottom says year 2019, and at the top says year 2100. And as you scroll up. On that slider, left-hand slider, you'll see the projected sea level rise in inches. So, oh, no. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, there are coastal cities like, you know, Miami and, you know, New York City and, you know, you know cities around the east coast and, you know, southeast and, you know, west coast that can be, you know, uh, greatly impacted if, you know, emissions don't change, if we don't do serious work here. And so this is one small way that Snapchat is trying to visually show because it's difficult, you know, for a lot of people to, to be like, you know, like, oh, like, you know, what's the what's the big deal if, you know, sea levels rise like 0.3 inches? Actually, a lot. Entire really cities can go underwater. Miami uh, vacation up. Yeah, and it's, you know, we're seeing cities all over the world, whether it's, you know, or in countries like South Africa and Johannesburg and issues with water and, you know, cities and countries on, you know, the African uh, West Coast that are facing issues. And so these issues are already happening, but just in the United States, not as dramatic in terms of visuals. And so Snapchat uh, decided to, you know, change something up for Earth Day and 
hopefully, you know, the young teens that use the app will learn a little bit more. No, I, uh, well, I hope this isn't that too morbid, but I'll be dead by then. But it doesn't mean that this doesn't worry me very deeply. I try to be a good person with recycling and all that stuff, like not leaving as big a carbon footprint as I could. But like, how how do we stop it? Is it too late? I'm worried. Well, hopefully uh, people that use Snapchat are listening because this lens will be done today. So <laughs> if you don't use it by today, then you can't use it anymore. And so you won't know the projected sea level rise and you'll probably stop caring. But hopefully you use it today and then your brain will be altered forever. And then you click on the more button to go to the UN Environment website, mm -hmm. which offers more detail on climate change. Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe it's the morbid way is just the way to go. You know, just like we're going to be out. So, you know, the young kids, y'all deal with that. Sorry. Sa save us all, please. Oh, no, save yourselves. We're done. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. We, we yeah. screwed this up. Yeah. That's, yeah. 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 S save, save you. Yes. Save you. I got the Samsung phone, Mike. Okay. And here it is. I it see is, it. It is a regular sized phone. Yeah. What a failure just with your regular sized <laughs> Samsung phone. It has a screen and a back. And I can talk on the phone on it, mm. and I can use apps on it, and it sends emails and things. Just never, not up with it. Joe. Never once, though, was I like, you know what I need? A phone that, when it's closed, is too small, but when it's open, it's too large. That mm. that, that might just break you just, on me. You just got to, you know, change your perspective here. You got to get with the cool kids. Have the, you know, be a true failure and get a phone that doesn't work. That's the real sign of status these days. You First, don't need a working phone. Yeah, Samsung is pushing back the release of its uh, its Foldy phone. I know that's not what it's called. but <laughs> It's awesome. <laughs> foldy phone. The Foldy phone. Uh, first of all, Mike, who asked for this? And second of all, who didn't see this coming? Uh, no one and everybody. <laughs> uh, so we talked about... This you know folded foldy phone concept. Yeah. Uh, there was another company, uh, Huawei. He, I think that's right. Yeah, that sounds fun. sounds close. Uh, they got tons of money. They ain't worried about me. <laughs> no, they are not. Definitely not. <laughs> and that's great. Uh, they actually came out with a, a foldy phone concept that actually worked pretty well. Still up in the more of the prototype stage, mm -hmm. but a lot of the early reviews were positive. It's very expensive, but. It's kind of like, you know, you can fold it and it's like a you know 6.5 inch larger smartphone and then you can unfold it and it turns into like a mini tablet. Fablet is kind of what people are calling a mix tablet? of a phone oh. and a tablet. <laughs> it, you know, that's also close as well. So Samsung also was debuting their Galaxy Fold, went through the early reviews and people... You know, the reviewers talked about the promise of what this technology could bring in the mm -hmm. future of it. Sure. Unfortunately, worry. in this current state, had some issues. Uh, so, you know, basically at the top and the bottom of the fold points, there's, they mentioned it as uh, substances inside of the device affecting the display, as well as the impact on the hinge where it folds. Yeah. And that, you know, caused some major screen issues, which... When your phone is completely screen, all screen all the time is an issue. So instead of un, uh, launching this, you know, groundbreaking uh, new product, April twenty sixth, they are delaying the launch of the Galaxy Fold, 
Uh, this is worldwide delay, mm-hmm. so a uh, slight problem. We're not going to ship our pre-orders until these display issues are resolved. Uh, they just uh, Samsung uh, just issued a full statement, you know, basically in the most positive uh, way. Is like, you know, quote, to fully evaluate this feedback and run further internal tests, we have decided to delay the release of the Galaxy Fold. We plan to announce the release date in the coming weeks. So that means you got to wait a few weeks just to hear back about when the release date is. So this is, you know, possibly the worst news they could have. But we'll see if they actually, uh, you know, take take this feedback and strengthen the display protection. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, hopefully it'll work out. But, you know, is a foldy phone necessary? Of course not. But is it coming? Yes. And I think this is the sign to come for smartphones. They're only going to get more ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, whether Apple joins into the fray with this, we'll see. But there are definitely lots of tech companies like Samsung and these other companies that are fully invested into bringing the foldy phone you know, technology to the masses. And there are going to be some hiccups, as we see here. I watched a, a review video of the the foldy phone uh you know the the unboxing and mm-hmm. the, the, the quick start and you know feature review and all that stuff and something that kind of stuck out to me was that when you folded it it didn't it wasn't flat like it wasn't like a book no it was like a, a very slight uh angle to it on the top mm. and i don't know why it bugged me so much but it did I'm like, I want it to be perfectly rectangular like an ice cream sandwich. And yeah. here it is. It looks like an ice cream sandwich that somebody put their drink down on. Yeah, the uh, Huawei Mate X, I think is the name of the Foldy phone concept they had. Their Fold was better integrated. It's so, like when you folded it to make it like a normal smartphone view, mm-hmm. it would create a like a fake black edge that would match the right side of the phone to make it look like you're holding just a simple, like obviously, you know, it's a thicker uh, because you have the second half of the screen, you know, folded around the back. But just if you look at it straight on, it looks like a normal large straight smartphone. Up. And then you unfold it and it turns into like more of a tablet view. So they really built in kind of the seamless, you know, uh, seemingly seamless nature of an original smartphone with an extra screen. And, you know, if you look online, just, you know, Google, you know, Samsung Galaxy Fold, Fold you can see some of these issues like you see screens that like 75 percent of the screen is kind of blacked out or has like cracks in it and then other pictures you see like a line down the middle a white line down the middle of the screen which shows where the fold is and uh they even had an issue one of the major uh reviewers on youtube uh when he unboxed his galaxy fold you know sometimes with phones, I don't know if they still do this, but you kind of have that plastic lining on the screen. Yeah, with the tab. And you, didn't, and you just kind of instinctively peel it, off, yeah. peel it off. Well, for the Galaxy Fold, you're not supposed to do that. And so he was unpeeling, and he's like, wait a second, this is like a part of the screen start messing up as oh, he was no. on, like, so as he was taking it off. And he's like, How oh. How would he know? I wouldn't have known. No one, yeah, exactly. He's like, you know, uh, his name is what, uh, Marcus Brownlee, like one of the top reviewers uh, on YouTube. And yeah, if one, that guy doesn't know, yeah. regular schmoes like me yeah. are going to just yeah. be destroyed. And so he reviews, you know, tons of products every week and has over a million YouTube subscribers. Uh, and if he, like you said, doesn't uh, get that uh, right away, that's probably an issue. So not great news for Samsung, but they're worth billions of dollars. They'll be fine. They will be fine. It's 9.48 in the morning, Amp Powered by Vocal. Let's take a quick break and come back and talk about the app of the week.
I heard something about real cash, and that's my favorite kind. The app of the week is what we're talking about right now. It is called Spare. Yeah. It is not an app that helps you change a tire. No. I saw someone doing that a couple days ago. Yeah? Did oh, they seem to be having it. a good time? Uh, yeah, they were having a great time. There was two of them. It was it seemed like a father and son. Uh, it was off of uh, Chicago, Milwaukee. It's a great bonding moment. Mm-hmm. Everyone uh, should know how to do that. Beautiful day outside. Yeah, everyone should know how to change a tire. But this is also something that folks should learn how to do: save money and be able to get it when they need it. Yeah. Tell us about Spare. So Spare is an app that essentially turns your phone uh, and your digital cash into a private ATM. So. What you do is you download Spare mm-hmm. off of the App Store. Yeah. Uh, you sign up, do a few steps, you know, connect to your Google account, Facebook or Twitter, uh, and then you can add uh, cash that then or digital cash. And say you're outside downtown somewhere, you can pull up the app and say you need cash, but you don't have a local ATM to go to. You have all these stores around you, you know, convenience stores, restaurants. And they have cash. Mm-hmm. And so you open the app, it shows the map, and it shows the merchants that have connected with Spare. And you can select how much money you need. Uh, and say you need 10 bucks or 20 bucks. And yeah. you select, you know, like, you know, Sandy's Donut Shop. Yes. And you need 20 bucks. So you select the cash you need, the store you want to get it from that's closest to you. Then you walk in, and then you. Sign you uh, basically have this QR code that you can scan, scan, and then cha ching, register opens, and they give you 20 bucks. This sounds like uh, it's going to have some good practical uh, life value. Are there fees that are less than your standard ATM would be? Uh, I believe so. The founder, uh, I think he's out of Oakland, was in on Shark Tank. Oh. Uh, just last week. So he knows Mark Cuban. Yeah, and I think they got investment. So this is a newer app, but the idea is that uh, they believe that if they get these merchants signed onto their platform to turn their cash registers into ATMs, that will drive more customers in their store to get the cash, but then they'll also like, drive more revenue to those stores because, oh, I'm already in here. I might as well get something else. Yeah. Um, or it's also helpful to maybe bars that, are cash only and they have the ATM, big ATM in there. It could, you know, remove that big ATM, save money on the fees that they pay to, you know, yeah. do all that. And that could, you know, create some revenue, you know, also reduces the liability for just normal people that have, you know, anxiety about having a lot of cash on hand. Yeah. Uh, and then you can just get cash when you need it. And instead of being like, oh, I'm a mile and a half away from my local bank, you say, oh, there's 10 you know, stores and restaurants within a three-block radius that I can get cash from. So it's, I don't know, I just downloaded the app and signed up. Uh, I don't know how many partnerships they have in Chicago, um, but I do know, like, obviously in, you know, Silicon Valley, San Fran, Oakland, maybe L.A., Santa Monica area, they have uh, some starter partners over there. Yeah. Uh, but if it catches on, I wouldn't be surprised to see it, you know, spare here in Chicago if it's not here. Uh, or other competitors realizing that this is an opportunity. Yeah. So 